The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Brazilian butt lift, or BBL, is the fastest growing cosmetic procedure in the world. Experts say it's also the most dangerous. And people are dying, not by the dozens, but by the hundreds. Wow. They say she didn't make it. Wow. And in a Brazilian butt lift, almost a liter of fat is injected into each buttock cheek. Each. It's only a matter of time before we are going to see a death in real time. It will happen. This is supremely important. I remember waking up and I'm like, Hold up a minute. I went from a B to a double D. He had a death the week before her and a death the week after her. How did we end up here? I was really trying to keep that from happening to people. Well, guys, this is going to be a very interesting one. Oh, for sure. Extremely. I'm glad we're talking about this today, the BBLs, because I was considering getting one. Me too. I think let's be real, okay? I considered getting the tiniest little bit. You did. But then I just got in the gym. That's right. And I told her, I said, you want a butt? One thing your mother know how to do is build a butt. Exactly. And And you you built it. But I really... To the point that people thought you got surgery. You know, you're right. I just feel like there's always been so much more pressure on women to look a certain way. 
It is. You know, it's all about youth. So for somebody like me, the struggle has been extremely real. Like I had Botox and then you get to the point where how much are you going to do? Then it almost becomes addictive. Both of y'all know I've been collecting my little surgeons for that inevitable moment. I'm so done. Inevitable moment that this grill right here is going to get a little snatch. Even though people think think I have done it already, but I haven't. You really haven't. (laughs) This is interesting. So due to COVID, cosmetic surgery has become even more popular because of what's being called the Zoom boom. We spend hours staring at our own faces and not liking what we see. Like to me, my face never looks right. Well, shoot, nobody's face really feels like it looks right because I don't think 20 year olds (laughs) think their face looks right now that you can, all this stuff you can do with your picture, you know, all the filters. And I mean, just an insane amount of like self-esteem, like, problems right like specifically nowadays i feel like but getting back to the butt lift some people be looking real cute here's what we can't deny it does change lives for some people it's kind of like a bbl can get you Mm. forward in life wait whoa so like like influencing modeling yeah all of these things like if you have this look now you can get these opportunities yes it's lips it's butt it's I just want women to feel empowered. And I feel like there's a slippery slope with empowerment on this trajectory of of changing the way your body looks. Well, see... It's, it's, it's what we always say, Willow, where you, you can pretty much do anything. It's just a matter of where you're sitting within yourself. The why. Exactly. Right? The real... And so, but that's only for an individual person to figure out for themselves, yeah, you know? And that's not for anybody else. But one of the reasons why we thought it was important to do this particular show is to just really express, I don't think people are aware yeah. of the risk. Exactly. I know I wasn't. I wasn't either, so. The Brazilian butt lift, or BBL, is the fastest growing cosmetic procedure in the world. Experts say it's also the most dangerous. New York Magazine, USA Today, and Newsweek have all recently reported on it. They say the huge demand for BBL is due to a new social media trend where women are posting the entire process on social media for all to see. Wow. The hashtag BBL has been used more than three billion times. It definitely makes a difference. Three billion. They're showing off not just their results. Yo. They're showing you before and after. But the painful weeks long recovery. She's a little bruised up there. Even letting the doctors go live from the operating room. Side, back. This global phenomenon has sparked a worldwide search for the best butt at the lowest price. Stunning video shows a line of 24 BBL post-op patients in wheelchairs waiting to board their flight from the Dominican Republic to Atlanta. The big butt Barbie doll body trend has launched careers and created influencers. I had 800 mils of fat injected in total. I personally wanted it way bigger, but this was all the fat I had in my whole body. Wow. We're not here to tell anybody what to do, what Mm -hmm. not to do. I feel like people should be able to do whatever. 
right? I just want people to be able to do their research. research. Yes. The BBL is very controversial and dangerous. One out of 3,000 women won't make it. Wow. A mom and a ninth grade English teacher, Alicia Renette Williams, had waited years to get plastic surgery, got on a plane to the Dominican Republic, and tragically never came home. Alicia's sister Stacy is here, along with Dr. Myla Bennett, who is a board-certified plastic surgeon. Dr. Bennett did not treat Alicia, but knows her story all too well. Stacy, let me first just say we're really sorry about the loss of your sister. Thank you. Could you tell us a little bit about her? Alicia was the best sister ever. She'd been a school teacher for a long, long time. She only had one child, which was Chaz. She lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, so she started looking into having a BBL. She did a research for a couple of years. Then she come across these groups on social media, which makes everything look so good and so easy, mm-hmm. and these groups that they have. They put it out there that, you know, all of us want to go to the Dominican Republic, so you find somebody and you go together. They were called um, surgery sisters. And the ladies from the groups say how cheap it is and you can just get this perfect body. So this is why she decided to go to the Dominican Republic to get this surgery. She was so excited to go. Did she ever express to you why she wanted the BBL? She just wanted to look pretty and small, Mm -hmm. small waist, big hip, like most Ladies are doing now. The new Barbie body. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. So then what happened next? So the nurse or the the lady assistant that she had been talking to the whole time, my sister told her, I want to be the first one to have surgery the next morning. My sister kept telling her that and kept telling her that. And she kept ensuring her, yeah, you'll be the first one. You'll be the first one. She did not get to be the first. She was the very last person to have surgery that day. During that day, when I talked to my sister, she was so upset. I could tell her blood pressure was so high. Was there a reason why she wanted to be first? It's plastic surgery. It takes a couple of hours, and you're the last person. The doctor's tired. She didn't want that to happen to her. Do we know around what time the very last was? I think about 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Did she have an opportunity to meet the doctor before her procedure? No. 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 She talked to this nurse's assistant the whole entire time. She was the orchestrator of all of this. When did you know that something wasn't right? She stayed alive five days after her surgery. About the third day, I got a message saying that they had to send her back to the hospital for dehydration and bleeding. Mm -hmm. I tried to contact the nurse, and they just give you minimal information. And then I got a text message that they had to rushed my sister back to the hospital. And that was all that she said. And then I woke up and I had so many Mm. missed phone calls. Mm. And my heart just like, okay, this is not good. Yeah. 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 They called my sister boyfriend. They said she didn't make it. Mm. And it was just down here from there. And how are we going to tell Chaz this? So, Dr. Bennett, Mm -hmm. what was your relationship to... Alicia. I learned of Alicia from Stacy. She DM'd me on social media and she wanted to let me know what had happened to her sister. She wanted me to know because she knew I had done so much speaking about 
the dangerous aspects of plastic surgery. It's pretty rare that I perform BBLs because I believe that they're dangerous, they're risky. Did they say cause of death? She had a lot done at one time. She did, several procedures. She had several procedures. She had um, fat taken from From under her arm. She had the fat transfer from her stomach, from her back. They put some in her hips to give her some hips. Hips, And tummy tuck also. Got it. It was a lot, and it's too much much to be done at one time. Based on the combination of procedures she got, it sounded like it was most likely a pulmonary embolism. That's usually a blood clot that forms in your legs and goes up to your lungs. Mm -hmm. Those can be deadly. I think that's what happened to her. Did you ever have an opportunity to talk to the doctor? No. Wow. Never. When my sister passed, they posted a thing that says, the doctor have talked to the family. And I'm like, I never talked to the doctor. Never, ever, ever. Okay, that's really shady. Well, it's shady to do surgery on a person you've not met. Is the doctor who worked on Alicia, is that doctor still practicing? Yes. There was a lot of deaths after my sister. He had a death the week before her and a death the week after her. It's making me upset now. I'm like, how did, like, how did we end up here? Yeah. Right. You know, I was really trying to keep that from happening to people. You right. know, and then when I saw her picture, we have to humanize her legacy. You know, this, this, this young man has got to tell people that his mom died from surgery. Alicia Sanchez was 14 when she died. Earlier, I sat down with him to hear his message. Tell me why you wanted to come today. Uh, I just want to save another kid. You mm. know, keep them from losing their mom. Tell us a little bit about your mom. She was the best. She was just a joyful person and she was sweet and funny. That was my best friend. We did everything together. What was your favorite thing about her? Yeah, I don't think she ever saw a bad side of things. Wow. You have a bright soul. I can feel your mom through you. Thank you. Yeah. She's very so good. precious, yeah. He is. I just wanted to say to you both, thank you for coming. This will save a lot of people. Yeah. So Dr. Arthur Perry is a... The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Harvard-trained plastic surgeon with more than three decades of experience. Wow. He led an investigation on deaths caused by BBLs says he won't perform BBLs, and he's going to take us through everything. So explain to us exactly what BBL is. A Brazilian butt lift, that's what it's called. It's a very, very poorly named procedure because one, it's not Brazilian, and two, it's not a lift. What it is is taking fat from one area of the body where you don't want it, like your belly or your mm -hmm. thighs, hips, wherever, and uh, suctioning it away and injecting it into the buttocks. Okay. Sounds great, right? Right. You know, two for one procedure, you get, you get liposuction mm -hmm. yes. and you get a larger buttocks if that's what you want. By the way, I pronounce it liposuction. Everyone in the world pronounces it like liposuction. But the word is lipid. It's oh, not yeah, lipid. It's lipid. Yeah, you're right. And a Brazilian butt lift is a very dangerous procedure. There yeah. have been countless deaths, hundreds of deaths. So I have here yes. a, uh, this. Yeah is duck fat. Okay. But it looks just like human fat. Got it. The way we do a BBL, the first step is to extract fat. We do liposuction, liposuction, whatever you want to call it. This is a, what's called a cannula. This is a liposuction mm -hmm. cannula. And if this were your abdomen, I would be going back and forth with this liposuction cannula. And this end is attached to a very fancy vacuum. And a liposuction machine is basically a vacuum. A vacuum It really cleaner. is. Yes. It is. So what we do in a procedure like a Brazilian butt lift, we'll take the fat and draw it up in these syringes. This is just how it's done. Uh, it's already been taken out of the body and filtered. So we'll get the blood out. This is a typical syringe that we might use. This is a 60cc syringe. And in a uh, Brazilian butt lift, as much as 800 cc's, that's almost a liter of fat, is injected into each buttock cheek, each. So that's a lot. Imagine 13 or 14 Ouch. of these injected into each buttock. So all of that fat, that 800 cc's, is coming from several different areas. Yeah, in their yes. belly, their hips, sure. Wow. Now, we have to be very careful. Oh. I will go ahead and make an incision oh. and uh, go ahead and there it is. <gasps> but that oh, is so basically weird. how it's done. And where I've placed this is above the muscle. I could go into the muscle. That's not a good thing. And that's where a lot of the problems with the Brazilian butt lift have occurred. Now, you might be wondering why I have these. These are straws, just right. regular drinking straws. And they represent the blood vessels mm -hmm. in the thigh, in the buttocks. These are pretty big. Yeah. This is three millimeters. The current recommendation is that we don't go 
smaller than this. But look what happens. I can take this three millimeter and put it right in this blood vessel. So this is going up what's called the vena cava, that's the big vein of the body, right. into the heart, heart, and then right into the lungs. And then you simply die. And that's the danger of a Brazilian butt lift. This much fat will kill you, in fact, a lot less. Mm. Wow. So what happens in a procedure where someone's injecting 300, 500, 800 cc's or more of fat, could I inject it straight into a blood vessel? Yes, that could happen even if we don't go into the muscle. Is it just like a game of chance? Like when you, when you try to find that spot, like... That's correct. It is. It wow. is. Okay. It is. Now, there are things that plastic surgeons are trying to do. They're trying to develop technology that will tell people when they're in the muscle. I don't think that's good enough because some of these very large veins traverse, they go through the fat also. Uh, so even if we're in the muscle, we could be getting fat into the blood vessels. And That's each vein has a different way of moving. Like, right. Has a yeah. And we know where most of them are, but we don't know where, where all, all of them are. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have x-ray eyes. You can't see. That's correct. So when this fat goes into that big blood vessel, goes into the heart, and in, then into the lungs, the game is over. And I think over the years, this will become safer. Right. But the problem is, we're doing this now. Right. We're doing this now. Plastic surgeons are doing this and other surgeons are doing this now when it is not considered uniformly safe. Think about this. So if I were a cardiac surgeon and I invented a device like a new heart valve, do you know that it takes almost 10 years to get that on the market? That's to keep you safe. Right. In my field in plastic surgery, I think up an operation today, I say, hmm, let's see if I can uh, have someone do it. And if I do it, then I get a public relations agent. Whoa. I'm not going to make many friends in plastic surgery saying this, but this is true. You get a public relations agent, and the next morning after you're on this show or some other show, your office is filled with patients, whether or not the procedure has been proven safe. Wow. And that is where we are. That is why the British plastic surgeons told their members, don't do this procedure. Yeah. It's not considered safe. We're studying exactly. it. This is, at this point, experimental. So, so I just want to be clear. The BBL procedure is not considered a certified procedure, basically? Well, for the most part, the government stays out of medicine when it's surgery. Okay. They regulate Things like drugs, of course, right. and they regulate devices. They don't regulate what I can do in the operating room for the most part. Neither <laughs> does the state government. The exception has been with this procedure in Florida when there were all those deaths. And my role in this was that I was recruited by USA Today right. as a newspaper to look at all the deaths, the autopsy reports, and try and help them understand what was going on. Now, Florida has taken the step. They have said, because of all those deaths, doctors cannot, by law, go underneath the muscle or into the muscle with an injection of fat. If you do, they said, even accidentally, you lose your license. Wow. wow. Are your fellow um, plastic surgery friends like tiffed at the stance you're taking about this? The ones that do it certainly are. Yeah. The ones that don't do it have said, you know, good job. The dangers are real and people are dying not by the dozens, but by the hundreds. Wow. 
How much does the B BBL uh, cost? It depends. If you go in Manhattan, everything is three times You're as expensive, right? right? <laughs> it would be well over $10,000 in Manhattan. Going down to the places, uh, you know, hardly call mm -hmm. them doctor's offices in Florida and around the uh, country that will see you without ever seeing a doctor. It's not uncommon, unfortunately. Those might charge you three or $4,000. And while that's still a lot of money, People scrape together their dollars and they right. say, I want to look beautiful. And that's one of the really sad things about this, because some of the most dangerous places are the least expensive places. Yeah. So let me ask you, Dr. Perry, how should we go about trying to um, do research and find the best doctor for whatever procedure it is safe. that you're trying yeah. to have done? You know, it's, it's not the easiest thing. It really isn't. Because every website is really an advertisement, right? Exactly. And I'm sorry to say this, but, you know, all the best doctor lists, which, you know, I'm on the New York doctor right. list, those, unfortunately, are popularity contests yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Because many of the hospitals, they prompt their doctors to vote for their colleagues. Yes. Sorry, uh, uh, this is where I'm going to get the emails. Because <laughs> Uh, it's true. And uh, so can you trust all those lists? Yeah. They just want you to buy the plaque. Exactly. Right. $179 and you can put best doctor in whatever. Right. right? Yeah. That is a problem. Here's how I, uh, I suggest. It is extremely important that you choose a proper plastic surgeon. A real plastic surgeon calls him or herself a, a plastic, plastic surgeon. surgeon. You want to find the doctor that is certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. That's the real board. You want to look at their training and, and learn what medical school that doctor went to and where they did their residency. Mm. Very important. So what you want to do is find a doctor who has privileges to do the procedure that you're looking at having in a hospital, not a surgery center and not an office. You don't necessarily want to have that procedure in the hospital, but you want the doctor to have privileges at the hospital. And the reason for that is because there are other doctors that are looking at that doctor and saying in a committee format right. that they are properly trained and they can do that procedure here. Again, not a popular Ooh, thing. I won't okay, make friends with this lot. interview here. No, but you know what? This that's is so this real. is supremely important really for people is, to know because I didn't, I didn't know that either. The other thing is whether your doctor wants it or not, see a board-certified internist prior to surgery. Oh, yeah. Internist. Internist. Okay. Not, sorry, gang. Not a family doctor. And again, no friends going to be made here. Right. But honestly, if you're an adult, you see an internist beforehand. Now, in California, that's a law. Uh, mm. But not in the rest of the United States. Everyone over the age of 60, I have them get an exercise stress test. Yeah, and if yeah. you pass an exercise stress test, I know your heart's going to be just fine in the operating room. Mm -hmm. right. So there are things that you can do to protect yourself from disaster. Right. There's one other thing that I suggest also. Ask your doctor who they would go to. A doctor's mm. doctor. Right. Yeah. That's what you want. What questions should patients ask when they meet their doctor. The consultation must be with the doctor. And we've heard of consultations with nurses. Sorry, I'm your nurse. <laughs> I want to have my surgeon yes. do the consultation, yeah. yes. including imaging. Imaging is important in plastic surgery. And if the nurse does that, well, you know, they don't really know right. what the doctor can do in the operating room. It's got to be the doctor. Sit yeah. down with the doctor. A consultation is a minimum of half an hour. Mm -hmm. If it's one of these five-minute things, forget it. Right. And honestly, everybody wants to save money, but a free consultation, you get what you pay for. You're not going to get an hour with a doctor at no charge. You want to know if you can relate to the doctor. I want to see pictures of patients. If the doctor doesn't show you pictures, there's something wrong. 
Should someone ask a doctor if they've ever had a death <laughs> during a procedure that they have performed? Why not? Are they going to tell you the truth? They though? better. It's reasonable to ask, have you had malpractice suits? Yeah. How many? Have you had any action taken against your license? You can find out most state boards have websites. In most states, the disciplinary action is out there. So you don't have to ask the doctor, did you get a reprimand? Did you lose your license? Because mm -hmm. you can find that out. Exactly. And people should. If you're willing to go on Yelp and look for <laughs> restaurant reviews, exactly. you know, go <laughs> to the state board website and find out whether your doctor got disciplined. Now, how do the butt lifts last? Like, what, uh, what is the long-term effect I of all of that? So What's going to happen? I am glad you asked that question because you know what? If you look out there in the, the global information available about the Brazilian butt lift, you will not find that information. Why? That study does not exist. exist. So fat gets injected. It needs to get a blood supply. Each and every fat cell has to get nutrients. It has to get oxygen. Anywhere from 10% lives to maybe 40%, we don't know. The studies have not been done. So now, what does it look like in a year, five years, 10 years, when someone's put 800 cc's of fat in each buttock, almost a liter of fat? No one knows. I'll bet you we're going to find out pretty soon because people are going to be coming in with buttocks that do not look pretty. Lumpy, bumpy, some fat survives, some fat doesn't survive. The skin will retract in funny ways. Not everybody, but there's going to be a lot of people that are deformed. I, I would imagine that you aren't too pleased with people who decide to go live, you know, on social media in from the, the operating room with this yeah, procedure. Yeah, I... I worry a lot about that. Now, call me old school, but you know, surgery is not entertainment. A potentially deadly undertaking. And it's only a matter of time before we are going to see a death in real time mm. on whatever social media. It will happen. Well, man, thank you. <laughs> I know, I'm sitting here like, I'm, just like oh, I'm gonna be thinking about this. <laughs> Eye-opening. Yeah. For years, Michelle Massage was known for her double D breasts, but one day she made a dramatic decision that saved her life. Breast implants are still one of the most in-demand plastic surgeries in the world. RuPaul's Drag Race star Michelle Visage has an urgent warning about the debilitating side effects she experienced from hers. For decades, Michelle says she suffered from hair loss, sudden weight gain, and fatigue, and believes her signature double Ds... Those aren't breasts. These are breasts. <gasps> oh, girl. ...were making her sick. I'm scared, nervous. I'm petrified. Michelle stunned fans when she made the bold decision to remove her implants revealing the entire journey in a deeply personal documentary called Explant. Yeah, so happy, happy to have you. Been learning a lot, listening. I and know, right? Watching, it's just frightening. So what finally made you decide to get them removed? I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune condition that attacks the thyroid. It happened pretty soon after my first set of implants. Oh. And so my journey started there. I would have these flare-ups where I would gain a ton of weight. My body would mm. go bloat up and down. And I would go to my doctors and I'd say, if this is an autoimmune issue and my body's attacking an invader and just happens to be attacking my thyroid, the only invader 
are these two blobs of silicone in my body, so why wouldn't I take them out? I even had one doctor say, just don't take them out yet because we want to make sure it's not something else. else right. What else can it be? Yeah. Right. I've done There's everything else. Yeah. You can't imagine what I have done. After 20 plus years of chasing my health constantly, continuously, things getting worse, and um, I couldn't understand why, that was my last step. And to be honest, I was over them anyway. Michelle says she exhausted all avenues to get to the bottom of her disease. I'm sick of being sick. Her symptoms started soon after she had her first of three implant surgeries, eventually filling a double D cup. So you had three surgeries. I had three breast augmentations to go bigger, yes. It was like your size, teeny, teeny, tiny. I remember always wanting the boobs. Growing up in a household where my father was a subscriber to Playboy magazine, mm. I would look in the magazine and say, when am I going to get that? Right. I was adopted. And when I met my biological mother, the two things I asked her first, why do I have no boobs? And why do I have a bump in my nose? Where That's do I what get came this from? to your mind That's first. It. Yeah. First, I was 21. I charged it on my credit card. I didn't even have the money right. to do it. Right. And I remember waking up and I'm like, Hold up a minute. I went from a, a not even like a double A, not even right. an A, to a B. And I remember waking up going, I, I did not pay ten thousand dollars in a 1990 right. for a B cup. He was like, calm down. You weigh less than 100 pounds. You are too tiny. You didn't have the skin. I was like, I have seen porn stars with boobs the size of my head, right. and they are smaller than me. So don't lie to me. Yeah. You're lying to me. And then, like an idiot, three years later, I went back to the same doctor. Oh. So finally. Um, after having both of my children and nursing both of them, I noticed one was bigger than the other. And I said, uh-oh, I think one's deflating. Right. So I ended up going to Dr. 90210. Got it. Who I said, can you please give me the boobs of my dreams? Right. And I went from a B to a double D. Got it. And I was thrilled. So, Michelle, do you feel like you lost a piece of your identity once you took out your implants? It's a great question. My breasts were always part of the fun, the caricatureness. Mm. And I have a wonderful therapist. And I was so ready and honest, I don't regret a thing. Right. Totally. Though I have a padded bra on now, when I see myself, it's literally a rib cage. There is a nipple on top of a rib cage, and I love it. Yeah. I wish I loved it at, at 17 yeah. and 18 and 19. I wish to God I did, you know? And both my daughters, I try to instill on them how perfect they are, exactly. you know? And my daughter said, when I told the family I was going to take them out, she's like, well, there goes your career. Right. It was like, I bet you people do think that, that way. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly got scared that your career was going to end after you got your booze removed. I remember vividly telling, like, crying, telling you I didn't want you to get them out because, like, you weren't going to have a no, job. No, you weren't crying. How went no. was this? Well, there I'm... goes your career. Okay. That's how it went. Wow. <laughs> you really That's think... like, your entire brand is, like, based off that. Like... Yeah. But do you think that I am just my boobs? Never said that. I just said No, I'm entire... asking you. No, I don't think yeah. you are, but your, like, entire brand is, like, built off your boobs. Yeah, true, but my entire brand is based off my talent. In your boobs. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not insecure because I have imposter syndrome. I struggle with that all the time where right. I'm on sets of things and I'm like, mm, do I really belong here? Shouldn't mm-hmm. somebody else be doing this job? Right. Like, pinch me, you know, that type of thing. I think that exists um, in me still, especially in this industry. Yes. This industry, sorry, is 
up, yes. especially for right. women. Yes. It always has been. There's yeah. a standard that we cannot live up to unless it's purchased. Mm -hmm. And that's unfair for the younger generation. I bet you for your daughters, this has been a really powerful journey for them to witness. Totally. For better or for worse, yeah. Jada, because I have struggled with body image my whole life. I'm an eating disorder survivor. And my younger one struggles. And right. she has seen me. And though I've tried, it breaks my heart yeah. to see her struggle with that food exactly. and body image. Then you throw in social media and she'll go, oh, mom, this girl has the perfect body. And I tell this to my daughter, we all have these Hungarian humps in our nose, right? right? Yeah. And my, my Lola, that's your age, has one as well. And she hated it for a while. Mm -hmm. And my whole life, I was the same way. I always wanted to shave it, always wanted to shave it. And it was RuPaul who said, I wish you can see yourself through my eyes. Mm. I wish you can see yourself through God's eyes. Yes. And see how- Now that's well, it. There, there you go. go. And it's deep, yeah. and I wasn't ready for that depth, to be honest. And I was like, that's cute, but I still hate my nose. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because of social media, and your generation has it so rough. No, yeah. it is. It's tough out there, kiddo. It's really bad. I think a lot of girls' traumas, they're just like, no, I must be... I must be this. Right. And they look on social media and that's just their everyday. It's not real. It's not real. But I think I kind of went the opposite way of like, eh, I'm just gonna... <laughs> I'm just gonna do whatever I want. I'm gonna shave my head. I'm right. gonna grow out my armpits. I don't care. But can we just look at this child's face? Oh, I know. Can we just look at this child's <laughs> face? And not like that. That's what you call face. <laughs> there, and there is nothing, and you can do that all you it want. Was. It's not it's gonna still, change it's still anything. Gorgeous. The yeah. skin, the eyes, yeah. just the, the structure. If you could see yourself through our eyes, yeah. you wouldn't touch a thing. Woo. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. I just Michelle, love your vibe. This was you. great. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you, too. I love watching you on TV, and I love being next to you. It's Thank you. <laughs> oh, my darling. Thank you so much. You know we're fanning out a bit. Oh, God. My daughter, when I told her I was coming, she's your age, I said um, that I was coming to do Red Table Talk, and she's like, if you see Willow, please bow to her feet. I was oh like, my oh my Lord, I will not. But excuse um, me, Lola. Lola. she'll bow to my feet. <laughs>With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.